Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all stages or situations. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. Which means you're going to start telling your kids to clean up before the cleaning lady comes. Doesn't make sense, but you're the parent and they're the kids. You're going to start telling them that now, too. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. And there's your opening to remind them who pays the bills around here. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. This is a Vencast Studios production. On Almighty Baller Radio. I'm ready to go. Welcome, welcome to Season 2, Episode 19 of Riding the Pine. I am Hondo, here with Guy. What up, Guy? Oh my god. What? Yo. You are you are introducing yourself. I'm feeling your you're, bit. You're overdubbing me. You're, you're talking about crazy concepts oh in my the god. notion of... Speaking of concepts. Of basketball, yes. so yeah. On the topic of concepts. Yes. I was... Um, Screwing myself over eating dim sum like a month and a half ago. Dim sum a month and a half ago. Yeah. Okay. But how amazing would it be instead of saying dim sum, it'd be dubs sum. And you would just like, you would tattoo like JaVale McGee's face on a dim sum or like (laughs) Steph Curry's, you know, three point shot on a dim sum in the soup, you know, the the soup dumpling. The the dub sum. Yeah. The dub sum. I don't know how long you spent thinking about that. Not very it long. was just long enough, Key. Yeah. Thanks for bringing it to the you pod. You know what's so funny is that I thought about it and it was like, oh, oh wait, if I'm, am I going to say this out loud? It better sound good. And it didn't sound that good. But I hope you guys are hungry. You know what? Hungry for a little podcast. Dub Sum is going to, I'm just going to keep tweeting it out. Adam at, Silver? Like every couple hours tomorrow. <laughs> dub Sum. Go and catch your Dub Sum. Um, man, there's a lot to, a lot to talk about. So, hey, Guy, so I've, I've been trying to watch some ball, but I've kind of been under the weather. So you're going to have to, uh, you might need to be the anchor for this episode. So yeah. I, I, I had a chance to go catch up on some action and catch up on some highlights today. By the way, I got a text from my aunt. She's like, you better turn into the T-Wolves game right now. Yeah. It's getting crazy. It's getting lit. <laughs> so there's, there's a lot to go. So you know what? We're just going to, we're going to go right into it. We have to go right into it. There's no other option. So we are gonna go right into gameplay. So so so, so we are gonna go. Right into gameplay this week. You know what? Let's just do it. Let's oh my get, gosh. Let's get right in. Yes. Let's get right into it with our 24 second shot clock. Gee, your 24 seconds are starting now. Oh, your aunt had to tell you to tune into the game. That's embarrassing. This game was. <laughs> Fire emoji, man. Yes. Fresh pop pipe and hot press. Minnesota Timberwolves just destroyed Kyle Korver and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Up over 40 points, by the way, at one point. And to throw it, rub it, and Cajun spice it up in that space. Yes. The Minnesota starters outscored Cleveland by a score of 87 to 28. Oh, my God. Oh, Go. Oh, my God. I'm out of time. All right. So I'm catching the highlights here. I catch a highlight from last week that is just absolutely incredible. Greek Freak K. 
catches a like full court lob to him and goes over like three players. Oh yeah. And like twists his body around and still makes this bucket over three full grown defenders. Are you calling him a spaghetti noodle? I don't know what he Fettuccine. is. He's he's like he's a god amongst men. He's a god amongst men. Alright, you're twenty four seconds starting now. Yo, one of the worst games of the week last week was dubbed Bulls versus Mavericks. Why turned out to be this? Why I watch this? Yes. The last quarter is why I watch yeah. this. The last five minutes, 50 points were scored. What? 50 points were scored in the last five minutes. In the last five Actually, five in the last minutes. four minutes and 47 seconds. Or yes. That's all I got for you, but like... Uh, this game was so back and forth, but the Bulls had a huge lead at one point, and then Dallas crept up with Dennis Smith Jr. It doesn't matter. It, I don't even give him. I don't even give It doesn't and matter. I, and then cut me off. 50 points, 447. That's fine. Here's my second story. It's semi-basketball related, yeah. but it's so funny. I had to bring it to the pod. The Big Baller brand just got an F rating. An, oh. F, an F rating from the Better Business Bureau. That triple B actually means something. Not their triple B. <laughs> Take it town, LeVar Ball. Off. All right. Oh. Strong language. <laughs> hey, from the dude that had to be told to watch a game. <laughs> I'll never live that down. No. She lives in Minnesota. She yeah. reminds me of the great games. Yes. Of the great games. We got a bunch of stats. Great Lakes, Here's great my games. first stat. Here's my first stat for this episode. Rockets have 10 or more threes in their last 35 games. Oh, my gosh. The Rockets are such a story this league, this year. And I don't know what to say. They're, they've been just been a gunning machine. Um, a machine gunning. Boy, that one fell flat. That one fell flat. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say, boy, that's some data. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's here's my second one, Gabe. Ooh. The Greek, Greek freak is averaging. Averaging 17.7 points in the paint. Per game. I don't understand. I actually do understand that. This is like a miscellaneous stat. I don't even like. Who's number two? It's not advanced. Like LeBron is close at like 15 or something like this. Where are the centers? Where's the Drummond? Is Drummond's taking threes now? No. Drummond isn't. Drummond's uh, taking threes. Drummond's further down in that list. That's insane. But he's not. uh, Drummond doesn't score that much. So. I suppose. Greek Freak and LeBron are leading the league in minutes and points and all that other jazz. Um, Dude. Your your boy Andre Roberson. Oh God, making some news. Don't here. ever call him my boy again. <laughs> so you're not boy. <coughs> oh no. That was some noise from you there. <laughs> oh, that sting. Oh no. You coughed. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> well, your not boy Andre Roberson um, has a career of 290 games, and in that span he's actually only made 119 free throws oh, are you serious that's, oh my god but that's not the stat that matters james harden this last 10 games 118 free throws made wow this is a lot of james harden right now uh james harden has more made free throws than field goals during his career um wow yeah 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 thanks man i found it <laughs> and i decided to say it Hey, any more James Harden stats for us? So far this season, James Harden has scored 319 points from the free throw line. 40% more than the next player. 40% more? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What, what's that in analysis land? What does that mean? I mean... It I'm, means 40% more, yeah. Yeah, it's like he's he's making two more shots for every five than every, everybody else. Everybody in the club getting 40% less. <laughs> Thanks for laughing. Since triple, <laughs> since triple overtime, 
since their triple overtime win versus the Sixers, <laughs> Paul George and Carmelo Anthony have been on an absolute tear. I told you this like three weeks ago. That game yeah. was like the turning point for them because they really took it so personal yeah. and all that data. And um, they took it and they won that game in triple overtime. Since that time, Paul George is averaging 50% on threes, um, like seven attempts. So like three and a half, four a game, sure. which is amazing. And Carmelo is averaging 43% from uh, three-point land and like six to six to threes a game. You know, that's he is, amazing. He is still leading the league in mid-range shots made, though. Really? As a percentage. Huh. As, as a percentage. It's him and Dirk. They're basically, you know, they're one-two. Wow. Oh, okay. But interest, that's, that sucks, actually. Um, <laughs> this is the epitome of what, you know, if you looked up suck in the dictionary because okay. that's All some right. people do read dictionaries occasionally uh, okay what, what? dictionary.com for those you know okay. that don't we're, have books who are all about minimalism what are you gonna what are you gonna point to andre drummond oh god 62.6 percent from the free throw line yes by the way is a career high yes he's better than andrew wiggins what who is currently shooting 62.5 oh my god yeah. There's a lot of Andre Drummond in this episode. <laughs> There's a lot of everything. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Andre Drummond and AndreDrummondFacts.com. These Andres are Drummond. <laughs> that, that didn't work. But Random <laughs> NBA fact alert. Tim Duncan had a regular season winning percentage of 72%. Okay. Did you know that? That was insane. That's too. that's 72 Okay. That's 72%. That, that's about 72%. That's a, you know, if you put it into the numbers and crunch them, it's about 72%. It's about 72%. But to put that in perspective, Tim Duncan was more likely to win an NBA game than the current Los Angeles Lakers are a, to make a free throw. Whoa. So he was... Those are... So 72%. 69% chance is what currently the Los Angeles Lakers are at as a team to make, to make a free throw. To make a free throw? Yeah. And there's a 100% chance they'll get in a fight. Yeah. So tank, 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 tank. <laughs> Round way, three. Tank, 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 tank. All the way down. All the way down. So what other what other stats do you have, Gabe? Uh, I, I follow this guy religiously, um, Ben Falk, from Clean the Glass or Cleaning the Glass. He has his own website. It's amazing. Okay. I wish I had the money to support it. I know it's like $1.50 a month, but I just don't have that money. All right. Um, clean the glass. Uh, according to him, only two teams have finished in the top 10 this year in both offense and defense. Golden State uh, tied for second and second yeah. and Toronto four and six. And believe it or not, those are two two of my strongest teams in the league right now. One of them. Yes, you get. But Toronto is one of the strongest teams in the league right now. And it's, yeah. just, it's just unbelievable. And that's that's you know, the I, I pudding like right it. there. I like it. So top finished. Oh, finished 2017. Okay. Yeah, as 2018 is you know kind Got of. Got it. Yeah, we're getting into 2018. Into are you yeah. still? Are you making the mistake on on writing anything? We don't really write anything anymore. No, no, no. Okay, Guy's making Guy's making a symbol with his with his tongue for the year. I guess I so. licked an envelope saying kissing kissing 2017 goodbye. Uh, okay, it was the interpretation I got wrong. Just yeah. just the minor a minor fault by me. You just got to open your eyes, you know. <sighs> I guess. You gotta look art different. You gotta look at art differently. <laughs> Jesus. When you see a pile of sticks, what do you say? Oh, that looks like a pile of sticks. Nah. That could be someone's home. You know, that could be that could be like a mole hole. <laughs> I see. A, I see a pile of sticks and about two stats left in the stat category. Yes. Let's get through them, shall we? <laughs> uh, there's. This is not. This is not a slight against Tibbs because this is kind of going to come into fruition. Um, 
as a as a top seed here in the West. But the top three players in total minutes this season are Andrew Wiggins, Carl Anthony Towns, and Jimmy Butler. Wow. Um, 435, 430, 1435, 1435, and fourteen sixteen, respectively. Also, the top five is LeBron and Westbrook. Um, so that, ain't that ain't that ain't that something that that is that is something. And I mean, the tips, the tips haters out there are going are going to bring this to light sometime. Mm-hmm. Sometime. Yeah. I got to say something right now. We are exactly 50 percent of the way through the season. That is correct. And I just want to let you know that if you're down by 30 points after making a free throw mm-hmm. and you shush the crowd. You're still down by 30 Oh, points. my God. And guess what? Oh, my God. Take that for data. Andre Drummond. Oh, my Shush the crowd. Oh, my God. In Philly. Oh, no. And, oh, boy. He got <coughs> he got memed. He got memed, son. All right. So, hey, we got to dig a little bit into the All-Star edition. So, we're, yeah, we, we are should. fast approaching the All-Star game. I know. It's like we blinked and it was there. It's it's like January 8th. It's and like, I'm just uh, like th- 30, 40 days away. Uh, we, we, we gotta get the whole we gotta get the Saturday event prepped for it yeah. like, Sat- what are you gonna wear that day I, like, it takes a while to think you know I mean it's just it's like who's jer- it's it's more yeah. so whose jersey are you gonna get yeah I might order the jersey service oh, rep, rep your squad and then just like wear them like one per sleeve just like no one per day man oh I like that idea one, per, one I thought per you were just gonna like hang out like this no I'm not gonna hang out like that oh. I'm not gonna hang out like that I'm, I'm, but I'm, I'm gonna find some legit jerseys to wear I like that idea I, I think I who's who's in consideration right now I know I know Greek freak I know I, Russell Westbrook I already have a Russell Westbrook jersey so that's not correct okay. uh I think Greek freak. I think boogie boogie boogie. Cous- boogie cousins it has to be in there all right, Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. Durant. Um, cool man. So I'm just only going to rep Wolves shit. So that's fine. I um, represent the whole. NBA. So yeah. So the NBA just kind of uh, disclosed some information about the first ballots, mm-hmm. like the first uh, you know poll of what where people are standing. Uh, they released East and West, and guards and front court and um, back court, whatever. And um, Giannis Antetokounmpo mm-hmm. in the entire NBA is leading the votes. That's crazy, but he's like to me. He seems like the next superstar in the NBA. It's just like he's got the international traction. He's got the athleticism. I like, like that. I mean, he's got the field. Like LeBron has the U.S. Yeah, and his Nike contract. Yeah, but all of Greece and everybody, everybody <laughs> who likes Greece is yeah. is gonna support or international Giannis. players. Yeah, so. I know. I like that. You know what's really weird is I thought LeBron would be crushing this stat, but he's like third. Yeah, but there's. But LeBron is like one of those guys. Uh, we don't need to talk we don't about need to, this. We don't even need to we vote for we him. Don't, we don't need to talk about this. But like, I mean, he deserves to be there, obviously. Yeah. But he's just like, but he's also going to, oh, the fan vote, he's going to like, people are just not going to vote for him. They're mm-hmm. not LeBron fans. Mm-hmm. I think if you're watching basketball this season and you're not voting for Greek Freak, you're not watch, watching closely enough. Yeah. So. You're not an NBA fan if you're not watching that way. Mm-mm. But, um. You know, I was just going to say Bradley Beal was out of the top 10 and I was like, hey, hold on a second. He's the only reason why Washington's anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, he should have been in there. And then Jimmy Butler was outvoted by Enos Cantor and Lonzo Ball, of all, all people. Mm-hmm. And Lonzo Ball is like currently averaging like yeah, next but, to D- more yeah, DMPs than plays. But there's but there's there's some bad things just about how this vote is structured. I think so. Yeah. It's like you could do it from anywhere. Anyhow, there's no limit. How? 
Damian Lillard is never going to get a shot. He's never going to get a shot. He has to be traded to an Eastern Conference team in order to make the All-Star team. That maybe should happen. I, I'm not. Suge- Are you saying I am not suggesting that? Don't don't do it before March, man. I am not suggesting that. Oh I am God. just simply saying that it's so stacked. So have you voted? Yeah, I have. Have you? Vo- so who? who I did- haven't voted like you know you, legit full ballots i've li- like i've retweeted jimmy butler or i've retweeted a carl Anthony towns or a tyus jones or a uh, um some random bench player like, okay that just to kind of be fun but like uh okay. that's what you can do and i want stuff. i want to talk about it because i voted a couple of times good for you and you voted a full roster i voted i voted a full roster cool okay. a couple of times so Bust it out. on the guards i voted for i voted for harden absolutely like Harden, hands down on the guards, and then I voted both for Curry and Westbrook, so on different ballots. Okay, I don't know. I like I. That's I, fine. I basically, there's a lot of you're not. Yeah, the, you can't lose the, in that. There's a, there's a lot of like leniency there. Yeah. Now I've had a tough time voting for the bigs. I know. Um, I, know. I I think Kevin Durant has to has to have a solid position on yeah. that ballot. Yeah. So he's made it each and every time, and then it's basically gone down to. It's gone down to Davis. Yeah. It's gone to Boogie and it's gone to Cat. Yeah. And I think your your dilemma is everyone's dilemma right yeah. now. Those are the three best bigs of the in the Western Conference. Yeah. And you're missing like a Jimmy Butler or you're missing like a Steph Curry. <laughs> yeah. Or well, Steph, Oh no, you put Steph Curry. Sorry. Steph Curry would come under the guards, but on the bigs yeah, I I don't know if there's any other way to do it. Yeah. Any, any other way to do that. So but, my, in my head, yeah. I think Jimmy Butler should get the nod. So it should be like Harden and Westbrook and then Butler. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry missed a month, essentially. That's true. That's so, true. Anyways, and then KD, even though KD's lost a little bit of time, and then put in Boogie or put in Cousins. Or, uh, or put in Boogie. Or Davis. Yeah, or Davis. There, and that would be there, like a nice healthy mix of who's rep, who should probably represent. And actually, you know... Lost in all this is like Lamarcus Aldridge, and who who wants to vote for him? But um, I don't. I, I mean, I don't think he'll get the votes, and I don't think Jimmy will get the votes either. So wow. I like. But I, this is fifty percent of the total votes. You know that, right? Understood. Yeah, understood. But I just I don't I don't know if he'll have enough. I don't. That sucks, I, I don't yeah. know if he'll have enough. He's and, he's slowly rising in the MVP conversation though, and I love as, it as he should because yeah. his play is representing that caliber. Yeah, but in the unfair world of all-star voting <laughs> yeah. it's it, it may not happen mm-hmm. so the thing is i i did put in ballots for cat i did but i i also put in those ballots for boogie and for davis sure because i think there is a scenario here in which davis and boogie actually both make it and <laughs> that's that's kind of insane yeah but they're kind of teeter-tottering around 500 so i i I know but but this but this is a player class this is these are the bigs and this is a player discussion sure this is not a team discussion sure other bigs maybe could be like nikola Jokic. maybe uh Uh, yeah i know right well he's been wasn't he hurt as well he was hurt for a bit like 10 games but see this is with this season where it's like how much do you deduct people? Because <laughs> yeah. almost everybody's been hurt in some capacity. That's true. So there's been a lot of people, and we're, Curry, we're putting Harden, in Harden, Durant, and yeah, Durant, yeah. Davis, like yeah, there yeah, there's so much to think about. Um, oh well, and then in the East, you've gotten Greek Freak and LeBron. And okay, so so I I think there's only on the guard front. There's really one that's locked in, and that's Kyrie on the on the guard front. Secondarily, I I. 
I've had to go back and look at this. Sure. But DeMar DeRozan. It, I just think it's also a lock. Has to be. Has to be. Has two. to be a lock, yeah. Now, it gets really interesting as we go forward. Greek Freak is making it. Yeah. LeBron is making, making it. Making it. Now, the question is. Who's that center? The, the, the question is, can can KP do enough to, to make it? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. Yeah. But it's also not that. Who else? Who else rises in that in that equation in the East? So I know, right? Like the centers aren't that amazing right now. Andre Drummond is putting up nice, healthy stats, but maybe not like game busting stats. But he's also, he also doesn't attract the attention in yeah. the league. No one's talking about so Andre it might Drummond. Be love, and that's what's weird about this. Oh yeah, Th- that's because he's probably scored the most points as the center. <coughs> but you don't you don't necessarily need to have a center now. It's just front court, back court, right? Yeah. So no. I'm even considering, and this is what's so crazy, is like Victor Oladipo has outplayed Kyrie Irving so far this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you switch teams, and like Boston's the best team in the NBA. Yeah, because Oladipo is just insane right now. Yeah, but Oladipo makes Indiana. Without Oladipo, Indiana was a bottom dwelling that's, team. That's true. And Oladipo made my first ballot. That's amazing. I that brings you know tears to my <laughs> eyes, and I touch my heart as I say it. But um, so, no, that's what probably should happen. But uh. I think what you just said is practically a lock. Um, there might be some random other person there here and there. Yeah, um, but that New De- York- playing so well that he's he's my lock. My three locks are LeBron, Greek Freak, and DeRozan. Mm-hmm. Irving has been in and out for me in my head. Mm-hmm. I don't know who to really replace. I just I don't think he'll lose, and I, I don't think he can lose. Yeah, from from a voting standpoint. Yeah, yeah and I mean, if you're a top he's, seed, he's got the Boston block to to vote <laughs> to vote for him up there. So it's like it's yeah. not it's not going to go away. Plus, you get. You get the New York fans voting for KP. The one thing they can yeah. vote for this, yeah. <laughs> and he's an international sensation year. too. So you know that could be actually something. And he's in the top five of voting right now too. So yeah, probably right. I think yeah. I well, fuck it, man. Like, well, I mean, the, but you raise a really, really good question about does Kevin Love land on that list? And I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Is Kevin Love actually above KP right now? I don't. He's in the top ten of forwards. Yeah. I don't think he's above KP, but I would have to check the stats okay. again. All right. And you know, that's for maybe we can kind of round up this whole idea, this conversation sure. near the All Star break. But um, okay. know, what's really cool is that you know they released all this information. <coughs> all right. So so for, before the All Star game, Gay. Yeah. You need to do a full, a full final who you actually think is going to make the ballot. And thank we'll you do- for saying final, not frontal. <laughs> Because I was scared. This was it was not it was not a frontal conversation. It was a a final a final ballot. Yeah. About who you think the fans will actually vote in. Sure, man. That'll be great, and we'll put some money on the line. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not worried about it. I'm never. I'm never been worried about rambling. Yes, yes, rambling gambler is going to win that. Yo, challenge. no spoilers. No spoilers. You're on the pod. We have <laughs> rambling gambler later in the episode. Hey, G, you gotta drop drop some news on us. What what else is going well, the on? Back the back fat NBA? is back. The back fat is back. Uh, Isaiah Thomas is back. Yeah. Steph Curry is back. Victor Oladipo's Duncan Depot, Thriller, Stilo, Meepo. Is back. That's it. That's Blake, it right that there. That was actually what I was going for the first time. <laughs> Blake Griffin w- was back, and now he's out again because he got a concussion. And Kyle, Low- Kylo Lowry. I misspelled Kylo. him. Kyle Lowry. Low- Holy crap. <laughs> Kyle Lowry broke his back tonight. Um. So hopefully he's okay. Hopefully he can, can you know, can, can, just just take just get well. Get well soon. We want you to get well. 
Seinfeld reference. Go. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What so, happened this month? So we have a couple players of the month here that just, just were named. So LeBron and Russell Westbrook have been named players of the month yeah. for December. Not Roger Williams? What? Roger Williams? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's getting cut. I just want I'm, I went through you for a loop. <laughs> no, keep it in. <laughs> and Jason. Continue on. No. What happened with the rookies? What happened with the rookies? Well, Jason Tatum and Donovan Mitchell have been named Rookies of the Month um, for the Eastern and Western Conferences, respectively. Respectively, this is amazing. I think there's a kind of a changing in the guards right now in terms of who's going to win Rookie of the Year. And really? I think there's this like three-way tie when it definitely was this huge like gap in so, between one and two. Because we, we essentially saw Simmons kind of leading the charge. Yeah, so this is Simmons right here, if yeah. you can see, audience. I, this is Simmons this right is here. This is why we need to record this podcast. That's we what, were, that, we're recording this podcast. Well, yeah, but we need to actually like physically record the podcast. Oh, with, we, we with need things. We need video. That's where you're going with We it. need oh, video. I forgot about so, the whole so, component. So, 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 so Simmons, yeah, and you're saying Tatum has entered the equation. I think Tatum has always been in the conversation. Okay, but like in terms of this this graphic, yeah, this visual graphic, <laughs> this three pronged beast, three pronged beast. <laughs> you know, it looked like Simmons and then a whole lot of space, yeah, and then Tatum and Mitchell, yeah, and I think it's right now Simmons, next to no space, Mitchell, yeah. and then a little bit of space and Tatum. So you're you're suggesting, and I don't, do the I don't like to give those visual. You're suggesting a shocker, a, a, a shocker system. No, I was doing West Side. I was doing West Side. West Side. Oh god. Oh dear God. No, you're probably right though. Tatum is definitely in this conversation. So I mean, fifty percent of the way through, I I think, I think it's Simmons to lose at this point, but Tatum. If Tatum proves to be more effective in the you know in the push for the Celtics um, to make it into the playoffs to go deep into the playoffs, like he will be part of that that conversation. Yeah, so he still is from the day one, and still is at, you know fifty percent of the season. I still I think he'll be top three in votes at the end of the season. You're stuck on the wrong guy. It's Donovan Mitchell right now. Ben Simmons is probably still going to win MVP, uh, most valuable rookie, yeah. but um. Right now, if the season ended, I'm torn. I predicted Ben Simmons. Well, you're, saying, you're saying Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell. Could usurp okay. the LC. Oh. On sweet. He could actually do this. And oh. I think Utah's in a you're, predicament. You're Utah, right. You know, Philly could be in the playoffs. And that's yeah. what's wild about this idea. But Utah's in this pinnacle point where they're like, hey, where do we go in the direction of our team? Are we trying to get into the playoffs with Gobert out uh, Ronnie Hood sucking and you know Alec Burks being nothing and Donovan Mitchell being our only dude that's being basically our only offense mm-hmm. or are we going with Donovan Mitchell only kind of like a half rebuild and find our pieces and move some pieces it's such a weird there there's no there's no like appropriate action here yeah exactly and we're in halfway point and they got to figure it out with like six weeks left you know they got to figure out who yeah. they're going to trade if they're going to trade anyone like Fabulousa and whatever but here's what I'm saying. Tatum is on the best team of all three. Yeah. Tatum has probably the less, the least amount of responsibility. He just has to kind of be there and be yeah. really physical. Donovan Mitchell has the green light, and he has to shoot thirty game, thirty times a that's game. That's right. You're you're probably right about that. I think you know, and that's not me being right. That's MTG being right. He predicted Donovan Mitchell being a uh, rookie of the year. Now pour one out for MTG. Is ah, that what you're saying? yes. 
Unbelievable, man! MTG. But, but we both said Ben Simmons, and so we got to, you know, like, hey, Ben Simmons, get your act together, right? <laughs> we definitely, yeah. we definitely have to do it. So, hey, just a quick update. So we get, we gave an update last week on the twelve thirty project. Twelve thirty project will be updated for next week. We're gonna, we're gonna keep riding those percentages. We gotta see if he busted well above sixty one percent, and if I, if I could keep that, keep that, you know, that level sixty five percent going here. Sure. Um, I like that we have an update about an update. Like that's what we. You do. know what? You know what? It's we me- will update this you guys. This whole, is the update. This whole episode is meta. This whole episode <laughs> so is meta. meta. Yeah. So, continue on. Hey, Guy, who's coming to the old man's lounge this oh, week? Man. Oh man. Oh man. One more time. Oh man. Oh man. Uh, uh. Drake, man, my dude, your voice, oh, so 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 sensual. <laughs> um, we brought in the new year with Jose Calderon, Danny Green. Whoops! Before the new year, we brought in Josh Reistis, Costas Kufos. Oh my God, Costa Kufos and Marvin Williams. Yes. And on the first of January, twenty eighteen, mm. our boy OG. How is he still in in? No, 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 he, no. How is he not in the G League, man? Because. Oh, the point I'm trying to make is he narrowly escaped the old man's lounge. Uh, what is the point I'm trying to make? <laughs> On the 1st of January, 2018, bringing in the new year, OG Anubui. Oh, my God. I need to get his name correct. OG. 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 Anunobi. Anu, anu, anunobi. Anunobi. OG Anunobi. I know. I'm I'm so sorry, my dude. I actually really like him, and he's kind of Kawhi Light right now, and a phenomenal, real but light, real light, because he's knocking narrowly escaped with one point in 35 minutes. He didn't take Ugh. a freaking shot. Anyways, boom, New Year, the second of January. Jose Calderon, Danny Green. Danny wow. Green has been very consecutive here. He's been every week. He's been kind of showing up here and there, and be like, he's hey, coming back. I'm still here, coming back for the specials. You know? Yeah, I know. I get it, man. Um. Paul Gasol, Jonas Valanciunas, the real KD made the O-Mans. And you know who that is? The real KD. Real KD. Chris Dunn. Oh, wow. Chris Dunn Yeah, made but it. Chris Dunn also had like a spectacular game here recently. Yeah, the 30, he, yeah, he had the, 32 points. That was the game where he had the, the Bulls and the Mavericks scored 50 points ah, in like the last four minutes. Of course. A lot of it was uh, Chris Dunn free throws. Um, KCP, 24 carat, you mean... My boy, 24 million one-year contract KCP Ooh. was an O-man. Lakers have a lot of problems right now, um, and they're all publicized. And then the seventh, Max Kleber, the eighth, J.R. Smith, two points and a minus 37. Guess what? That was against our team, Minnesota Wolves. Minus 37? Timberwolves. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. That was oh great. My God. So I, I am proposing a brand-new drink for the O-mans. Whoa. And, and, and what is I, it? there's already been a lot of debate in the bar here. Just about what it was, who it should be named after, but I'm going with the Kufos Kopinski Fizz. So this is this is a fruity cocktail made from vodka, creme de cassis, oh. uh, lemon juice, and ginger ale, served served over ice in a highball glass. Highball glass. I like the highball glass. You know what? However, yes, I have to cut you off. Yes. I'm not going to let you finish. All right, all right. Because you said the name out loud, Kufos Kopinski. That rhymes with Frank Kaminsky. 
Give it to the boy. Yeah, but we're not putting any Skittles in this drink, man. Well, no, you, no Skittles in this drink. You can freeze Skittles and they could be ice, yo. Ugh. You don't have to have lemon juice. You, you can have lemon flavored Skittles. You raised an excellent point. This is the first contested drink in the lounge. And I got to be honest, the second he gets in there, that's literally it's, going it's, to be made. It's really it's, it's changing over. <laughs> we're oh. going to have to find sugar free Skittles, though. Oh, my God. All right, so you know what? We got to continue the give and go from last week. Oh, man, what an answer. The only answer to this question, not even the correct one, the only one, is Russell Westbrook. Interesting. Russell Westbrook. I'm doing the Harlem Globetrotter shit around my body, spinning on my finger right now. Will crying LeBron replace crying Jordan in the memosphere this season? Sure, sure. You know, one of the things we were going to try and talk about this week was the Western Conference and just talking about the standings as as they lie right now. Um, so Guy, you want to get a little bit into the predictions here about where let's go, where ESPN is kind of predicting people to lie. Here we go. Here's the Western Conference breakdown starting now. The Golden State Warriors are at one. The Rockets are at two. The Spurs are at three. Minnesota Timberwolves are at four. OKC is in fifth. The Trailblazers are in sixth. The Denver Nuggets are in seventh. In eighth are the New Orleans Pelicans. Shortly out of shortly out of that mix are the Clippers in ninth and the Jazz in tenth. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So 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 the so the question becomes who who is going to shift around and how far how far down are you even going to move people around? Because I think <laughs> I think that there's some locks, potentially some locks, all pretty much the mid mid stages here. So yeah. Let me. I'll give my take first. I, I mean, I think the Warriors are are a lock at one. Okay. That, that'd be. I'd be hard pressed to make that change. I think the Rockets are staying at two. They're locked at two. Locked at two. Yeah, hundred percent. I think. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Just this is so. Look inside. This is so insane, Gee. Speak with your heart, not with your mouth. The Minnesota Timberwolves. I I think they can go up. I think they can go up to three. Permanently? Oh, I don't know. Temporarily. I, I think temporarily. Okay. That's how I feel too. But not 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 the end of the season. Probably not the end of the season. So I, I'm probably gonna go. So who who would probably go oh, <sighs> move up to the third spot? I'm still gonna say OKC. My boy. I'm still gonna say OKC because if they if they can still put it together. Okay, I, so they, they jump two teams. So San Antonio and Minnesota are now four and five. Who's four and who's no, five? No, I think it's a swap. I th- I think it's a swap between the Thunder, the Thunder and the Spurs. Wow. I, I think the Spurs go down to fifth. Jeez. I think the Thunder go up to third. So okay, man. I don't know. This We're is... not making this interesting because our top five is exactly the same now. Yeah. That was exactly what I was gonna say. Really? Yeah, that's exactly. I think Kawhi Leonard is going to miss significant time again. He just ruptured, just ruptured his shoulder blade. I just don't. I don't. I don't. Or tore a ligament or something. I don't like them at the top. They're not playing like they're at. The, I mean, well, they're playing really well. They're, they're play- playing insane basketball, but they're not. They're not wowing anyone. They're barely winning. But they never wow anybody. So yeah. it's just. <laughs> it's just. I mean, you're right. How how much do you want to put them up there? Yeah. I don't know. I'm still going to put them at fifth. Good. Now 
the question, Guy, yeah. is is the bottom of the West. The, the bottom of the West is like the Bermuda Triangle of, sure. of problems. It's just like, how do we figure out where these teams go? Yeah. Where do these teams go? If you took a best of all this team, now this is a question instead of really like refining this this uh, standings thing. Sure. If you took the best of all these rosters, so like Jokic and Cousins and um, CJ and Dame, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't know, maybe Mo Harkless. Nah. Will Barton. Mm, yes. <laughs> Whoa, their threes all suck. Okay. Okay, so probably Will Barton. Does that starting five beat any of these teams above? So that's Damian, CJ, Will Barton. Um, what did I say? Um, Damian, CJ, Will Barton, Demarcus Cousins, and Nikola Jokic. Oh man, yeah, that's like a that's like a that's like a three hundred point scoring team. It's it's very good. <laughs> it's very very good. Well, I mean, I, I, don't, I think I the don't answer know probably you, is. I mean, what are they like? They're still not. They could be a three seed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know, right? They don't have the three. They don't have the three shooting power. I guess my point is, they all have amazing talent, but they don't have a full composed starting five. Yeah, there are some gaping holes. I will agree with in that. Portland. There is no three or no four on that roster that matters. Okay. Their best player is Evan Turner in that position and i Ooh. i got to say you can't rely on that um for denver they have gary harris who's playing unbelievably yes. they're playing they have will barton who's probably one of the six men of the year candidates yeah and they have Jokic who's in and out of being really good yeah he is tanking from where i thought he would be yeah exactly so massive holes and they don't really have a point guard they have jamal murray shooting for assists you know what i mean like that's what they're trying to do um and with pelicans they got lots of holes one, two, and three. Sorry, Drew Holiday is not doing anything right now. Rondo's had some amazing, you know, assist games. Yeah, but, but not, two out of forty-five yeah, or whatever. Not enough. Is and he can't shoot. He really can't nah, shoot. He's averaging I mean, like he's four traditional or five Rondo shooting. Yeah. So yeah, so you always have to just you just basically double Davis and double Cousins, and so they so, got to figure it out right now. And actually, Cousins is rubbing off on Anthony Davis, and I hate that. Like his attitude yeah. is rubbing off on Dave Davis, and they're both whiny right now. They're a couple of them are getting injected here and there. Yeah. So I hate what I'm seeing about that. But uh, you know, slowly creeping down right now is is the Clippers. Clippers recently had like a five game win streak. Yeah, four or five game win streak, and they were all getting healthy. Milos Tedos, Milos Tedosic, and. Uh, Austin Rivers were healthy, and uh, Patrick Beverly's out for the season. But like Blake Griffin just got back, and yeah, but you lose Blake Griffin again, like, and they just did. I I don't think they can stay up here. And Milos Tedosic just got injured again, so I don't think they have any sustainability. Um, I predicted them to be in the eighth spot, but I'm not. I'm so not here's certain. here's my real question. Here's my real question. If it if you filter this out, I think I think the Blazers make it. I think the Blazers make it. Oh, sure. I don't think the sure. Blazers necessarily make it on their own merit. I think the Blazers ma- make it because of the lack of strength in the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Just based on default. Somebody almost. is not going to catapult up. They're just going to be able to sit in that mm-hmm. in that ranking. However, however, the question becomes between the Pelicans and the Utah Jazz, which team can will actually hold on to that? probably bottom seed yeah and maybe you think the pelicans could go a little bit higher but yeah i think there is a there is probably a hard ceiling for them at seven or eight um yes so i think you answered my the question you were trying to propose to me 
and Utah has no chance. I think they have next to no chance. Uh, ESPN says says a little bit more than that, but um, that was a couple weeks ago. They have a thirty five percent chance according to uh, ESPN. Yeah, Clippers have a twenty five percent chance, and Portland has a seventy seventy well, percent chance. But I think I think the Clippers the Clippers recede further. But I think the Pelicans are really capable of playing some pretty awful ball. So <laughs> yeah. I think the they could also coin I be think good. the A seed is still in contention. Oh, okay. And just for the record, Sacramento, Dallas, Memphis, Phoenix, they're all out. Yeah. Like fade those flares, they're not coming in. Yeah. Okay. And we're not going to talk about the other team. No. No. What what other team? No. I don't, um, I don't see another team. I don't see another team either. And so what's so wild is you know, Dallas is picking teams off here and there. Sacramento's, you know, taking random games off of Cleveland and other things like that. Phoenix is surprisingly winning games right now. Mm-hmm. There's no chance, right? You say there's no chance? Uh, something really crazy has to happen in order yeah. for Phoenix to make it. Good. Is it possible? No. <laughs> Title of the episode. <laughs> so I think it's a lock. Like the top eight in my head, probably in your head too, is locked. I think all, all the only thing that the Clippers can do. I'm staying with I'm staying with my preseason prediction. I think I think the Jazz can do it. I oh, think okay. I, I think Donovan Mitchell. Then he's a rookie of the year. Oh. so what do you what do you Man, want? Man, I'm betting against myself twice now. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, as we recover from our illnesses. Um, any final thoughts on the standings in the West no, and just I, I, I don't how know. the season's kind of transpired? I think it's a, it's a dogfight at the bottom, but traditionally the West is a dogfight at the bottom. Oh, yeah. So I don't think that's that that's changing. I mean, it's it's amazing. Our predictions our predictions for Minnesota, our predi- predictions for Denver, our predictions for Portland. I mean, I think the only difference that we had in predictions kind of for the West going into the season was between the Pelicans and the Jazz. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I had the Clippers in. I had Portland out. Oh, you had the Clippers in. Yeah. You had the Clippers in. Never mind. And you guys, and like MTG had Denver out, <laughs> and you guys both had Utah in. So, like, there's been a little bit of flux, but guess what? None of this fucking matters because they're going to get swept by Golden State Warriors or Houston, right? So, no. or probably OKC. Like, OKC <laughs> is really finding their groove right now. So, all these teams don't matter. Um, the best matchup is between the four and five, and it's going to be probably San Antonio and Minnesota. That's oh going to be the best. Oh, my God. That's going to be what a lot. great first season. That is going to be a lot Test. of fun. So, all right, Guy, what else do we have in the, in in the, the give and go? go? Yeah. Um, I, have a, I have a weird question for you, and it's like it kind of actually even spills back into like the late 90s. Where practice? You're talking about practice? Yeah. Allen Iverson. And his infamous Philadelphia 76ers stint that was basically his entire career. Yeah. Um, kind of didn't care enough in practice. And part of the problem with that team was that they weren't never giving it all in situations that weren't real game. Mm-hmm. They never fulfilled their potential. And it ended up being Allen Iverson just jacking shots. And like <coughs> his mentality would will them to games, right? Yeah. Joe L. Embiid. Sure. 2018. Does not practice, according to Brett Brown, Adrian Wojnarowski. This is like a literal fact. Mm-hmm. He does not practice. I think that he is actually in the booth watching video, learning. And you know, it's actually Im- Im- remarkable sure. that he's so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. He's so productive, and you know, honestly, he should maybe be the All Star starter. Mm-hmm. But he's missed so many games, and mm-hmm. he, he's on a, still kind of in a minute restriction ish zone. Um, so, are, are, isn't that confusing? He does not practice. 
so but so so the the question is the question is as well as I phrased it is this going to actually hurt the team because Alan I don't, Adams, I, I, don't I, I don't think it does as long as you as long as you work towards improving your game and I don't necessarily think that just the reps on the court make all the difference so I think I think that if he's watching film if he's studying his game if he's trying to become a smarter player. Oh, this is great. I think that matters, yeah. but he does have to put in the reps. He does have to put in the reps. Now, I think so. how how detrimental is it to study that, to enhance the mental side of your game along with the physical side? I don't know if it's like two or three times worse or anything. I have no stats for that. Yeah. But the fact is, it's going to, over the long run, over the long run, his, his game yeah. is not going to hold out <laughs> as it would have. I mean, sure. th- think about it. Think about it like someone like Steph Curry. Like if Steph Curry did not put in the reps, would he be what he is today? No. There's there's no, no way. There is no way. Yeah. There's absolutely no way. Yeah. And and players like LeBron, players like I mean, countless players mm-hmm. who've put in the time and the effort and mm-hmm. they have become infinitely better as their careers have gone along. It's blew my mind though. I feel like this is just a question of health. This is trying to prolong his. I feel I I I feel that Embiid to me is like Anthony Davis. I I see tremendous tremendous upside, but there's but their just, knees and ankles are toothpicks. Yeah, it just incredibly restricted on what their careers are going to be just due to their physicality. Sure. Well, Embiid is unreal on the court. I have to say he has such a smart knack for what to do in every situation. But if he doesn't hold up. He's not going to stand the test of time. So they chose to exclude him from back-to-backs and exclude him from practice in order to prolong his uh, longevity this season mm-hmm. for a playoff push. Push Because they're basically uh, like a bottom-barrel team without him, and they are one of the better teams in the league with him and when they're, all, when they're firing on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. It's just that insane how much of a difference they are with him on and off the court. So, you know, kind of just summing this up, it... To me, this is a remarkable statement. You know, like, I don't think it matters. Like, him sitting out of practice. I think... Didn't Barkley sit out of practice, too? Yeah, Barkley's done it before, but, like... Yeah. Just the idea of, like, it happening again to Philadelphia, and mm. I just don't want this this version of Philadelphia to fall. And, like, you know, faults and all these injuries and all these random, yeah. you know, drama between people and players and Jaleel Ogwifer and everything. Yeah. Like, I just don't want this thing, thing to kind of kill the team. And ultimately, if Embiid doesn't become Embiid, we all think in our heads Embiid mm-hmm. can be become, he, this, he could be turned on. People could start hating him yeah. because all this laughter and jokes and memes and on the internet yeah. and all this product on the court has been phenomenal. Yeah. But is it long lasting? And like, that's the question for everyone to consider. Greg Monroe. Yeah. yeah. And you know, like, they're <laughs> just basically going to go ahead and say, we're putting all of our cards in on the strategy of him playing in specific games to get us specific wins to get us into the playoff push. It's a different game. It's a different strategy. I, yeah. I don't know. I think we just, we need more data. We need mm-hmm. to see, we need to see it play out. But yeah. I, I mean, if he, if he's comfortable with not putting in the time, maybe it's fine for the short term, but sure. the long term is we have yet to determine. I have so. two, I have two quick questions. Kind of like follow-ups after this. We sure. can kind of talk even off air, sure. but, um, 
you know, Paul Pierce uh, in the Eastern Conference, um, you know, he's retired now, uh, obviously. Yeah. Um, but he's going to get his jersey retired. I don't think I, I don't think I knew because I, we only saw his whole reunion tour last year. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And he, and he actually pronounced, he, he like announces it every time he's on ESPN, you yeah. know, my thing is happening at this date. So Paul Pierce during the Celtics and Wolves pregame basically said, you know, Isaiah will be back in Boston again. So last time Boston played... Um, Celtics in Boston. Actually, Isaiah Thomas sat out, right? He wasn't playing, and he chose not to have like a little uh, um, recognition of his one-year stint there, you know, mm-hmm. appreciation, basically. Mm-hmm. But he's going to be back in the middle of uh, early February, mm-hmm. and he's going to have like a little, uh, you know, in-game little... Uh, Is Jersey retired or something? No, 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 like this. Okay, so Isaiah Thomas will be back on the date. The oh. Cleveland Cavaliers will play Boston. The date... Paul Pierce's jersey goes up in the stands. Okay. That same day, there's going to be a highlight reel, yeah. a tribute to yeah. Isaiah Thomas. And basically, Paul Pierce oh, went on air. And I'm sorry it. for the phrasing. This no, was no, all no, bad. No, no, no. Got it. Got it. Got it. Poorly described at 11 o'clock at night. Um, Paul Pierce basically just said, this is kind of my night. Why are we you know, also giving half of it to Isaiah Thomas? Give it to me. This is my night. I don't want any Isaiah Thomas highlights in my night. And honestly, quick reaction, like, get over yourself, Paul Pierce. Like, I'm great. We're all grateful for you. Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's just the 24-7 nature of basketball today suggests that no matter how good you are, no matter how great your team is, people will forget. So (laughs) people people will forget and they'll put the past behind. So the, the controversy between... Between the Cavs and Boston is probably one of the greatest controversies that could have been lines, yeah. they, that could have brewed this season. Sure, for sure. So even if it's just a couple minutes, hey Paul Pierce, I absolutely agree with you. Get over it. Mm-hmm. This this story is going to continue to play out. I know there are rivalries and revenge at yeah, stake here. I know it's going to be a great and game it's, too. It's just people. Once you get into the playoffs, it's going to drive a lot of people for having made the moves they did. Yeah, so, I have a question for you. Yeah. Does a one-year stint in a team require or request for or give permission to a team to give you a tribute video? A one-year stint? Isaiah Thomas played for exactly one season for Boston. But it's like, (laughs) it's it's a one-year stint not just for a team. It's a one-year stint for a basketball legacy. Like... Boston, Chicago, New York, L.A., you make an impact on those teams, you live in basketball lore. So I get it. I I completely get it. If this were another team, if this were another player, fine. But he did enough. He did enough for that team that I I think it deserves some accolade. I agree with you. So a former Celtic, Gerald Green, I think he had two stints with Boston. (laughs) Um, He's just been uh, born with... A slight deformity. I asked it, you, I asked you this this week because I, I was I was so confused. Yeah, and so he has nine point three fingers to be exact. Nine fingers technically, and a little nub. Yeah, but he shoots lights out, and he's an amazing athlete. He's like a slam dunk champion and all that. So, yeah. do you need ten fingers? I guess he's telling you you don't. David David Davis Bertans has nine fingers. Why are these players with nine fingers becoming NBA talents and also <laughs> seven feet tall? <laughs> strange strange world we're living in. Um. My question to you is not about the 9.3 toes or whatever. Fingers. 9.3 fingers, yes. What happens if 
your hands morph the wrong way, deform the wrong way. And instead of having five fingers, you have six fingers on each hand. Would that help? I think it might help. Yeah. But I don't. More tentacles. I don't know if there are any NBA players that have six fingers. Yeah, we would have to examine their hands. <laughs> you know, like when we had our hand model I, debut. I feel like we would know. Yeah, we, we, we've talked with George Costanza and his hand modeling stint and, you know, <laughs> examining hands. Yeah. We would have to find out. There's 430 <laughs> players in the NBA. There's got to be one with six hands. <laughs> That's what a, Frankie, per- six hand. what a perfect transition to Guy's pop-up shop in which you would now have to carry this, this six-fingered glove. Oh, shoot. For sure, man. <laughs> Gee, who else is in the pop-up shop this week? Gotta make a stop at Gee's pop-up shop. And hair salon, fashion store. (laughs) (laughs) It's also there, too. Um, This is going to be quick, yo, because we're running long. Um, This is not even about the NBA. It's about the G League, uh, the NBA affiliate um, G League. The NBA G League had a Nickelodeon night, which sounds amazing on paper, amazing in your head. Like, what could they do? Green everywhere, random colors. The Delaware 87ers had a jersey for Nickelodeon Night. Yeah. And what we, you probably thought, Nick, and the orange and the green blob. SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> Their jerseys were SpongeBob SquarePants. Their torso on up was Sponge. This should be the... This Their should... crotch was SpongeBob's tie, which is very crazy because in no way, shape, or form should be you be focusing on a dude's crotch. And then, yeah, the pants were the bottom third of the pants. I just, I don't understand this at all. It should be called the Delaware 187ers because this, this is this is murder right this here. This is murder. Uh, Samuel Jackson style. Who dresses up like, who goes out in public? Like, I wouldn't even, they shouldn't even be playing a Tommy Mansky back-to-back-to-back a, a national championship <laughs> game sure. wearing that uniform. That is ridiculous. Yeah. We're out. We closed. No. You, you got to do it. Got to do it. Hey, I'm Rambling Gambler here. We have a game. We have a game. Boston and Philly. They're, they're headed to London. So I have a couple of prop bets for you. First off, the number of times that Embiid calls someone a bloke during this game <laughs> I don't. I don't know if we could track it. I don't know if we could track it. I would it. say what well, over under on one. Yeah, but there's no way to track it. So I'm just throwing that one out there. Kyrie leads all players in scoring for this game. Huh. Boston, we, Philadelphia. Yeah. I, I went. I did go back to the previous game and looked, and it was very close. Okay. It so are you ve- going with Kyrie? I'll go with Kyrie. I will go with the field. 500 miniums, there it is. Okay, here was a crazy, crazy stat. Who was this guy? Shane Larkin. Shane Larkin from, from Boston. Um, he, was, he had a plus 16 rating in the last game mm-hmm. with like, I don't know, 10 points or something like this. Cool. That's crazy. How, how low, wh- what is his rating? What is his player rating this next game? I mean, does he actually play? They figured out that Terry Rozier is really good. Yeah. So his player rating, I'm going to stick with a fat zero. A zero. A DNP coach's decision. A zero. Fetch me some. I'm going higher than zero. I'm going higher. I'm going higher than zero. Oh, so you're taking the positive, not negative rating, huh? I'm taking the positive rating. Okay, I'll take the zero. Or negative. Or negative. Fine. Your bet against Shane Larkin will come to haunt you yes. in days to come. Oh, sure. All right. We got to go into it. We got to go into our best games of the week. Whoa. OKC at Minnesota. This is coming up on the 10th on Wednesday. 
Boston versus Philly, the same game we were talking about, will be on the 11th on Thursday. Cleveland versus Toronto will also be on the 11th. Our worst games of the week, we have Sacramento and L.A. coming up tomorrow on the 9th. Chicago versus New York Knicks. This used to be a good game. Is not a good game, and this is coming Live up on the Wednesday. <laughs> and the Clippers versus the terrible Sacramento Kings is coming up on the 11th. My League of the Week is so distorted, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. The Central European Basketball League, which was dismantled in 2010, by the way. Sure. Um, and, you know, we're going into an old school game. We're going into Novi Jusin versus you, Blank Telco Club Ju. Metablenko. Yeah, you know what? I no. Don't, I don't... You know what? Pronounce it again. You were wrong. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Mobitelco. Mobitelco? That's exactly right. This just in, my friend. <sighs> Internationally, as we say farewell to all of our friends. Yes. The Lithuanian team is no longer in the Baltic League. Lavar <laughs> Bald has removed his team. He's he's taken an Eastern Bloc team and he's moved the a whole block team. <laughs> <laughs> he's moved the whole thing. So instead of actually playing in the league now, they're playing exhibition games, and apparently this is the workaround. So then Leangelo Ball can um, apparently go to the NBA after this. This is really wild. Um, you know what? I'm editing all that out. <laughs> Mobitelco. <laughs> Mobitelco. All right. Hey, you can find us. Find us all over the interwebs on Twitter. You can find us at Ryden underscore the pine. Otherwise, you can find us at Gidota at how three. We're talking basketball all the time. You know, hit up, hit up MTG. Ask him about the standings at Vexed Intellects. You know, otherwise, you can find us on Facebook. Find us on the Instagram. You know what? We're online all the time. Just get a hold of us and stay tuned. We're going to be back on Thursday with analysis. Whoa. Post game coming from NBA Thursday later on in the evening, I believe. Yeah, sure, man. Um, that's going to be coming. So stay with us for another a, Pine Time Pod. A lot more, a lot more to come. We're going to have more picks, more bets, the oh, whole, yeah. the whole thing. So hey, if you could do us a solid, if you could do us a solid, if you enjoy our podcast, if you could please rate and review us on iTunes, we'd really, really appreciate that. Yeah, we yeah, love, yeah. love putting this podcast together, but really want to help it grow over the course of this year. So stay with us. All right, from for Hondo and Gee, we're out. Episode nineteen, it's over with. Done. See you next time. Bye bye. This is a Vencast Studios production. Tune in, subscribe, and uh, nail to your local public church's doorway. Ride in the pine now on Almighty Baller Radio. And find us wherever fine podcasts are sold. Break glass in case a podcast emerges. Right behind, brought to you by God Shamwell. Brought to you, brought to you by Hondo, aka Brett Hoiberg. Join us on Twitter at Riding underscore the Pond.
This is Stacy on her motorcycle. What an incredible view! And this is Stacy off her motorcycle. Does this have sucralose in it? On her motorcycle. Oh, the wind in my hair! Off her motorcycle. Uh, it's pronounced etc., not etc. On. Woohoo! Yes! Off. No. You're better on your bike. And with basic policies starting at $75 a year, quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.